Hello and welcome to Hey, I Loved That Movie, the podcast where we re-watch the films we loved when we were younger to see if they still hold up. I'm Dan. I'm Michael. And I'm Helena. And for this episode, we watched Red. Retired and extremely dangerous. Like we're tired and not <laughs> and extremely dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sleepy and I've got a gun. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah. So I um sorry, big yawn. I'm meant to be tired. See, told you. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, he's got a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I I absolutely loved this film when it first came out. I can't remember if I saw it in cinema or not, but I think I. I think I saw it in on film four, definitely, and really enjoyed it. And it's one of those films that I've consistently, I then like consistently watched, uh, like every year or so, um, yeah. for quite a while. It was just like a good go-to movie. I always found it quite funny. Yeah, I just, I really, I really like all of the actors in it. Obviously, it's got a pretty huge cast, but they're all just old. Yeah. And I really like the sequel as well, although I don't think that one's going to have held up quite as much if we do do that one. But yeah, this one, it scratched that, like, it did everything that the losers didn't. Yeah, yeah. it's not difficult. <laughs> they had a film that had a memorable scene, so... <laughs> yeah. Uh, and there's lots of good bits in this film. Um, yeah. Film's actually really good. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure I've seen this, like, I've definitely seen it a couple of times, but not for ages. And I only really vaguely remembered a couple of bits. Like, I feel like if I've seen it, it's been, like, on telly or something, and I've caught most of it, but never sat down actively to watch it. Yeah. Yeah, fair. It it was, like, Red and Red 2 have both done the rounds on all of the TV channels. Yeah, I completely missed this film when it first came out. Like, completely missed. I had no idea it existed until I saw the second one. Oh, right. I was like, oh, there's a... Ret- oh. This does have huge uh, on film four at nine PM energy. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's actiony enough to be like it's a very clean action yeah. film. Like there's obviously there's bits like you could say are problematic, but it kind of deals with them mm-hmm. um, fairly well, and like it's it's genuinely quite funny as well. That's what I think I enjoyed about it is that it was a it like the action is it's not quippy. It's like genuinely quite funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, whereas, like a lot of the comic book stuff that we've watched, just the Marvel stuff in general, can be just smart zingers. Yeah, no one actually talks to each other; they all quip at each other. Yeah. Whereas this, they actually like the characters feel like they know they've known each other forever. Yeah, and I guess they kind of have because these guys' paths have crossed before. Yeah, for the most I, part. this is this <laughs> Bruce is like... Willis, Helen Mirren. <laughs> Morgan Freeman and John Malkovich. Yeah, yeah. This is like so what a cast. This is the less less serious Expendables because like the Expendables is all of the like actual action hero actors getting together to make a film. This is like all of the non well, apart from Bruce Willis, all of like the non action hero actors like Helen Mirren. Yeah. Getting together to be like, let's make a fun... And they do, they genuinely look like they're having fun making this film. I think that's what I enjoy about it, is that it's, it doesn't take itself seriously no. at all. 
Uh, not at like it knows when it does the reveals for each actor. It knows that they're the actor. Yeah, it plays into the sort of tropes of that actor, but in a good way. Yeah, like you know, you did, you get like the, you get the reveals, you get character reveals, except it's actor reveals. Yeah, <laughs> surprise, John Malkovich in a spring trap. Yeah, like surprise, <laughs> Helen Mirren. Um, I, uh, yeah, I love all of their introductions are great as well. Like they're really personalized and like yeah. Bruce Willis is. Basically, it opens with, if you haven't seen this film, like, I would recommend seeing it because it is a good time. Um, but, like, it opening with him on the phone about his check that, like, hasn't been posted, but obviously we see it has been posted and he just wants to talk to this lady. Um, yeah. Because he's lonely, he's retired, he's, he's retired, he's got, he's got old. Yeah, he's like, he's, he's a lonely. Re- retired CIA agent. Yeah, so he's got no family or anything because he knew that if he did when he worked for the CIA, then they'd be at risk. So yeah, now so he's just yeah, like he's just an an old man on his own talking to an insurance woman through the phone. Yeah, yeah. It's like is it like pensions or something that she works? Yeah, it's yeah. The pensions fund. Yeah, that's um, so good. And it's very clear that this happens at least every month. Yeah, at, and, if not multiple times a month. And you can tell that she's happy about it as well. Yeah, she likes yeah, the she attention. Mind to him. Yeah, she. Great. Yeah, it it like she's not. I what I like about it is that she's. I mean, she's younger than him, because it. But, but yeah. it, she's not that young. She's not like innocent. No, she's not like a nineteen-year-old. Yeah, she's not being like he's not being pervy. He genuinely likes talking to her, yeah. and she likes talking to him. And she acts um, and behaves like a fully grown adult, which is. Yes. Rare when you get these kind of like age differences. Because um, essentially the CIA put out a hit on him and he immediately, obviously he wipes them out completely because he is an excellent CIA agent. Yeah. Um, which was also very, that tickled the kind of almost high stitch where he was like setting off, he put some coins on a pan. Oh, it's the bullets in the pan, yeah. The bullets on the pan even and like so that they'd start shooting but he'd be able to escape. Yeah. Um, but he goes and picks up. Basically, goes and goes to her house um, to take her to like take her into hiding because he knows that they'll have if they've decided to put a hit out on him, they'll know about her because of the way they talk over the phone. Yeah, because he he likes her and he reckons that's enough. Because he her, just said he wanted to meet with her. I do, I do like that her reaction to him being in her house, her apartment. His ah, yes, <laughs> yeah, no, she handles it really. She, I, that's the other thing is like she isn't like this total doormat that just lets him come into her life and disrupt it like she tries to fight him she gets very confused especially when he's like she's like did you pack me a bag <laughs> and he's like yeah he's like we've got to go and he's like did you vacuum <laughs> and it was like, it's like, oh yeah a little yeah, it, yeah it, it was messy <laughs> and it's just like what? <laughs> she's just so genuinely confused yeah because he is um, still an old man yeah and I like I really like that about this film that it understands the premise. This film understands itself so well where it's like these are old people and we're going to keep on referencing that they're old people and they're going to keep doing old people things. 
They'll do old people things and then just be insanely efficient at taking people out yeah. that try and attack them. And then do action movie stuff. But also, we know who the, these actors are. We're going to let you let you let these actors live out their action movie fantasies. Yeah, yeah. Ab- absolutely. <laughs> like, this is just, you're going to, like, the, the the love that is in, like, in this movie of, like, how ridiculous, yeah. it, getting to play, like, these experts and also, in their field is so fun. From, like the perspective of director and writer it's like what can we get Helen Mirren to do can we get her to hold and shoot a sniper rifle yeah (laughs) can we get Morgan Freeman to be a CIA agent absolutely (laughs) and who doesn't want to see if you just want to see these actors do their stuff I wish it I really wish it happened more where non-actiony actors especially like big ones like that got to do these kinds of films where they're just kind of fun and kind of laughing at action movies as a whole yeah because it's not it's not a serious even though the premise i guess is technically quite serious it's not a serious movie no i mean i i I absolutely adore helen mirren oh Um, yeah she's an absolute gem yeah she's great in this i forgot how long it takes for her to get introduced though yeah she's not in it for quite a while yeah, it's probably about halfway through the film, I think. But so um, he's being taken down, and obviously Bruce Willis's character—he's Bruce Willis, for real. Yeah—is um, being wants to know why he's being taken down. Yeah, he's being tracked by um, a current CIA agent, and my note for his introduction is just "Oi, cunt." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's him, isn't it? It's yeah, um... it's Carl Urban, but like, but he looks so clean and polished. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> without the beard and without the Judge Dread helmet, it's like, oh, it's a little collab. <laughs> yeah, he's he looks. I mean, and I think that's deliberate as well, isn't it? Like he looks really young mm, yeah. and shiny and new in this. I mean, this is before. I think it's before he'd really taken off because, like, I mean, he'd been in Lord of the Rings, but I'm not too sure what he'd done sort of between that and this. Like... So the the idea of being like. It was in. It was one of the main ones in Lord of the Rings, but like he hadn't, his career <laughs> yeah. hadn't taken off. <laughs> yeah, no, he was. That's he was in Lord of, He wasn't one of the Fellowship. It's you know. <laughs> Who was he in Lord of the Rings again? Remind me. Uh, let me have a look. <laughs> I was going to say I don't know why I'm asking you. I've got. I'm literally looking at his. Oh, Eomir. Eomir. Yeah, I want to see what he did between. Oh no, he was. Yeah, he was in Star Trek as well. Yeah, because he's Bones in Star Trek. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, never mind. He's um, his career yeah, has always dread. taken off. Yeah, he's Star Trek, Riddick. Oh, we need to do the Riddick films. <laughs> Sorry, back. I'm back. pretty sure I only watched that because you made me watch it. So I guess. Uh... Oh yeah, oh, he's and, in, and he's then he's in, in Ghost Ship. Oh, he's in God. the movie about the ship where people get cut in half. Yeah. <laughs> we should get back to talk about Red. Yeah, because otherwise we're going to get very distracted, yeah. just like normal. Because if we start looking up. What other people in it? What people in the film? What other films? <laughs> yeah. So what did Helen Mirren do before this? Uh, yeah, I've just always had a always had a soft spot for Helen Mirren. Um, she's great when she started doing things like this. Like another slight yeah. tangent, but like she's in the Fast and Furious franchise now, and she, you yeah. can tell that she's just loving it. Yeah, she's at that point in her career where she doesn't have to. She can just get roles. Yeah, she doesn't. She, she can. She can choose what she wants to and be. She can do what she wants. <laughs> yeah, she can do the big murder stuff, but also she can do stupid films. Yeah, and you get that. I think Judy Dench kind of did the same for a bit, uh, yeah. where she did some fun films. It's good, yeah, but at this like, point, she can be whatever. She can be whatever she wants. Yeah, 
And also, Judy Dench has always done comedy. Like, actors at this level, like, like Judy Dench and Helen Mirren and Meryl Streep's very similar. They're, they're at that point where they understand that they are a very serious actor. They are actors. They're, they're very special. And that's how the world sees them. So they take the parts where they get to do the stupid things and, and be funny just for the sake of it being them. Yeah, yeah, she's, yeah, yeah exactly. they, they've, they've all done quite a lot of um, like Shakespeare and everything. It's like um, Patrick Stewart as well. Yeah, yeah. When they take the dumb parts, the, the sort of parts like this, part of the joke is it's them. Yeah. And that's great. That's amazing. Part of the bit is you'd never guess who we got to play this part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just makes me wonder, like, could they believe their luck when they made this movie that all these people... I agree to do it. It's oh, it's like Bill Nye in Shaun of the Dead, <laughs> like yeah, and Underworld, I guess. <laughs> and Underworld, yeah. I imagine Underworld is different. Though. Underworld is written quite dramatically. That makes yeah, sense. yeah. <laughs> I imagine getting you. All you'd need to do is get one of these actors, and then the actor would be the main reason to get yeah. the other ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you've got it's an it's an ensemble film. Like you say, it's. It's the less serious Expendables. Yeah. But, like, you get Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis can get... uh, Bruce Willis will help you get the other ones. Yeah. Because he'll just go, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. And with all of these names, it literally can't do badly. Yeah. Just (laughs) for the sake of the premise, this film will make money. Yeah. And they... um... They don't make them look young either. I think, like, in a lot of films when they're, like, they'll be doing it at the same time, you know, they'll be in... Not Bruce Willis, obviously, he doesn't get hair, ever. But John Malkovich, for example, you know, does all sorts of roles, and Helen Mirren will do other roles where she looks, you know, younger as well. But in this, they really lean into, like, the age side of things. They, they They look comfortable all the time. Yeah. Like, other than when the characters are uncomfortable, they're not, like, in uncomfortable-looking outfits. They all look like they're always very nice. Yeah, you don't yeah, well, see we, that um... they're actually wearing their slippers while they're beating yeah. the shit out of people. Yeah, Morgan Freeman, <laughs> like, you first see him and he's in, like, a really comfy old tracksuit getting a young nurse or a healthcare assistant to adjust the television for him so he can look at her bum. Yeah. I, I it's You know, it's a bit sleazy, but it is... Also quite funny because she notices straight away and like he's harmless, but then it also it, turns out that he's really not harmless. <laughs> he's yeah. It sort of, sort of tells you tells you what you need to know about his character from from the get go. Yeah, but also old people are like that. Like every so often, I go to a um a, like care home to help clean out a few things, and the old ladies are always just like you know like eye you up a bit sometimes because they're yeah. used to just. Uh, it is mainly women that work in the care homes, so I guess uh, they're like, "Oh, a young man." <laughs> you got to flirt with old women. <laughs> yeah, when um, my husband used to volunteer for Ring and Ride, and that was he didn't drive the minivan. You know that. You know what that is? It's like the old people they pick them yeah. up and take them to the yeah, shops. Yeah, it's, it's not like you phone them and bang them. It's uh... <laughs> <laughs> yes, no. Just to clarify, husband was not a prostitute. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, he was, they... he wasn't a public prostitute because he volunteered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> work experience. <laughs> prostitute involves technically involves the exchange of money. He'd um, 
strap the ladies in. What? Um, Are you sure? On the minibus, make sure they've got their seatbelts on. Right. And that was his. That was his role. And yeah, he did get the occasional like, ooh, old lady flirt. Yeah. I think this was when he was like a teenager, so it's kind of sweet, but probably quite mortifying for him at the time. Yep. But yeah, if Morgan Freeman's reveal, like the the actor reveal, and his one was great. Yeah, because obviously Bruce is checking in on him because he re- reali- he's like, if I'm getting a, a if there's a hit out on me, is he there's safe? A hit out on everyone. Yeah. And and meanwhile, he's tied the uh, tied the woman up to the bed because he's like, please don't leave. You're well, in he, danger. Uh, he takes her to a you know, like he's driving oh, her motel. to a motel. Yeah. Yeah. Just sort of talking, and she's mumbling wrong because he's duct taped her mouth because she wouldn't stop screaming. Yeah. It's so it sounds horrific. It sounds like it shouldn't be funny. But it is, and like the way he's he's talking, like he's trying to explain everything, and um, then he's like, okay, so well, like she's not done, like she's basically yelling at him, but with duct tape mouth, and then at the end, he's like, what do you what do you want to eat? I'll get some food, and pizza. he just hit pizza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she does the sensible thing of like, as soon as she does break free, she calls the police. Little um, does she know. Yeah, it turns out that they've already tracked down that they're at the motel and. He's a fake policeman, so Bruce Willis knocks him out. <laughs> and they steal a police car? <laughs> yep. Yeah, just for a bit. Yeah, and then get chased by Carl Urban. Then she's talking about, like, that, that bit where she's talking about her fir- like, first date. She's like, this is not the best first date I've ever had. And she, like, pauses, and then she's like, not the worst. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love those little jokes throughout. Yeah. It's nice that they land. Mm. Yeah, because all of these are, are good actors and they get comedy. Yeah. And there does there's actual genuine chemistry between Bruce Willis and Mary Louise Parker. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, his name in this is Frank Moses, which is just... Yeah. Whatever. Great. I don't know, but it, does, it, does, it is a good old person name, Frank. Yeah, it's He's... rare that you see... I mean, I mean, I know old people names are coming back a bit, Frank but I've not seen not. any babies called Frank for a <laughs> It's also the grouchiest name. Yeah. Yeah. God like, damn it, Frank. I can't think of any. I can't think of anyone called Frank being cheery. Because <laughs> then you get Frankie. If they're cheery, they're Frankie. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. If they're if they're not, they're Frank. <laughs> um, but I like, but I he he gets the call that they got Tom. Is his name Tom in it? Not Tom. Joe. <laughs> Whatever. Random. Uh, they, the the jo- uh, the. Morgan Freeman has been killed. Oh, yeah. Because I think he calls and he doesn't answer, and I think that's enough to know. Yeah. And we also see a scene of him. Um, he, like, turns around and there's a guy there with a gun pointing at his head. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, well, we better go and check in with John Malkovich. Yeah, who is playing a paranoid, put it politely. Yeah, he's he's a bit um of a like a conspiracy nut job in like a very specific way. Yeah. But also, yeah, he was in the CIA for ages. He's gonna be wary of being tracked down by people. And they gave him LSD daily. <laughs> yeah, he was part of MK Ultra. <laughs> like, no wonder he's a bit fucked in that. <laughs> paranoid and bouncy and lives in a house that he built under a car. Yeah, it's a bunker. Yeah, he's fine. But then they go, so they find a list of. It was like a, a thing that went wrong, wasn't it? 
Yeah, it's a list of people that were at a job in Guatemala. Yeah. And ev- pretty much everyone on that list so far has been killed. Apart from one guy. Yeah. And they're also on that list. Yeah. Uh, but they go out to find that guy. Yeah. Ah, oh, they think they're being... Um, John Malkovich is just like, there's a woman following us and holds her up at gunpoint. Yeah. And then it turns out she was, and there's like a big shootout with a helicopter and stuff. And um, yeah, cause the they've... coolest scene in the movie with the RPG, and he just shoots it and it explodes. The yes. <laughs> yeah. That so was they, a bit they... that stayed in my mind. They mm. find the, the pilot guy. He starts to explain stuff and then gets killed. Yeah, he yeah, because they have a helicopter. they have a list, and then he the the pilot guy has a list that's got all their names pl- uh, plus one extra name. Yeah, and they're like, okay, so that is probably the guy probably that's, who. who's who's take who's like trying to take us down. Yeah, yeah, but he gets killed. Well, yeah, and it's what it does is it it, con- it consistently proves that um, John Malkovich's character is right because he's like yeah, he comes across like... as really paranoid, but he's not actually ever wrong. He's like yeah, taking he's down like, the number it's of the, the same helicopter. helicopter. Same yeah. helicopter. <laughs> And then, yeah, they run, and then there's a shootout, and the the woman that he held up earlier is like, "Die, old man!" Yeah, and he's like, "Old man, no respect." Uh, <laughs> and then she they, she shoots an RPG at them. Yeah. Which yeah. now I'm just gonna say you're not good at using an RPG if you aim completely off into the distance with it, because she had very small targets to hit. She had people to hit. Just yeah. aim at the floor in front of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know why she was like, I'll hit them directly with it. You don't have to hit people with an RPG. That's well, the these young of... things, these spring chickens just don't know how to fire them RPGs. <laughs> RPGs? Yeah. This yep. is... Not role-playing games. What does it stand for? A rocket-propelled grenade. <laughs> rocket-propelled grenade. Cool. No, she just threw a and d handbook at him. It's heavy enough. That. Ow, hardback. <laughs> Yeah, on the corner as well. Ouchie. And, um, yeah, John Malkovich's character has, like, a, a pig. He's, like, and we don't get much... He'll already say, like, when they say they're going to take off to try and track... To go and speak to the pilot, which he doesn't want to do. He just wants to, like, fake his own death again. Yeah. They're, like... He's, like, right, fine, but I'm bringing the pig. Yeah. And it's just uh, this big stuff, like, big, cuddly pig toy. But, of course, like there's a massive gun in it. There's a grenade yeah, launcher. Follow guns, yeah. Uh, which oh, they like, perfectly <laughs> blow up the guy. He just, just full on just, like. Oh yeah, he, he, he splatters. <laughs> like this film isn't that gory. It's not that like visceral. Yeah. That shot is. Yeah, yeah, you see like a limb fly away. Yeah, yeah. you're like oh. But it is um, like in the he... distance, I guess. Yeah. When he uh, blows the woman up by shooting the RPG as well, and she just fires back and she explodes. Okay. And someone throws a grenade at him and he bats it away. Yeah. <laughs> it's such dumb action. But yeah, the bit where he shoots the, the RPG out of the air is fucking genius. Mm. It's really cool. Because you know, like, you can tell that's what's going to happen. Because you go... Yeah, but it's in, still good to see it. In your head, you're like, you know, it'd be cool right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you shot the RVG out there, that'd be really cool. And then he does it, you're like, oh my god! Yeah, it's the setup and payoff is really good in this film. Yeah. And really consistent. It's perfect. Um, and it makes it, it, yeah, it just, it makes it so entertaining, especially when it's like, things like, if he says, oh, there's a helicopter, it's not just him being paranoid, it is like, the helicopter and like, a 
obviously the oh the we've got to say that the guy that they go and see in the at the airport gets shot immediately trying to check trying to read the number on the helicopter yeah get shot and killed doesn't is it at that point that thingy gets shot bruce willis no, 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 I think he he goes to the Russian embassy first because oh, he gets yeah, shot when he goes when they break into the CIA because that's what yeah. he wants to do. Yeah, yeah, because they want so, to find out more about why who this guy is and why he's bumping everyone off. Yeah, yeah. so they go to a Russian guy, gets all the codes to get in, and like, get into the CIA, and they yeah, sneak it in. Breaks in. Yeah, in return for a favor. Yeah, and they sneak in uh, with Bruce Willis being the general. And, he's sort of, uh, they're both they're both sort of dressed up. Yeah, he's been a general. She's like his assistant. Every and, now and then, the film uh, does cut back to the young whippersnapper CIA agent. Yeah, because like, I mean, it, it's at this point that he's you know the heat is on him. Here. Well, yeah. he he doesn't know what they've done. Yeah, he just knows that he has to kill them. Basically. Yeah, he just knows he has to take them out. Yeah, but he has no idea what they've done. And when he asks what they've done, they tell him, well, I don't know, above yeah. my pay grade. Yeah, she's like, I have not been read into it. Yeah. I do like how, like, even his scenes, um, they're not they're not necessarily quite as, as, as comedic, but it is, it is like, it's hyper, like, he's hyper, um, like, sociopathic, the way he, like, he has to go and take someone out and make it look like a hanging. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, like he, this man's um, hanged himself, and this guy's like, don't you know who I am? And he's just like, of course I do, <laughs> and, like, lets him drop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh yeah it it's good stuff because he sort of he, he like even though he's he's like not a main character he he has his own arc. He yeah it's really nice that he like that he gets a sort of character arc that he does. Yeah, because he's not like evil. He's just doing his job. Yeah, in the uh, same way that like every other faceless character is. Yeah, exactly. Like so he. Him and Bruce Willis end up fighting. Bruce Willis gets the file from in a vault, like in the like that basically doesn't exist. Yeah, um, and we've seen yeah, how get- hard it is to get into that normally. Yeah, as well because we see the the young guy, the young CIA agent, try and get some information about it, mm. and it, everything is redacted. Oh, he, he reads. He wants to read Bruce Willis's file. Yeah, um, and like everything that's got everything that Bruce Willis has done is like so redacted that it's like it's more black ink. Than, than words on each page. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I they lo- end up fighting. That's that's when he gets shot as well. Yeah, and there's a really good bit with the um, uh, the girl that he's bringing along. Uh, well, woman. I've forgotten her name already. <laughs> Louise. I think it's Sarah. Mary Louise. Yeah, Sarah. But, yeah. yeah, name's Sarah Ross. So Sarah's like posing as his, I guess, secretary or as, oh no, not secretary. It's like a. An expert in something was it like yeah, a, yeah. A, yeah forensics expert um but he drops his contact lens that's going to do the like security reading <laughs> oh yeah and so the, the elevator opens and everyone's there with guns and she's yeah. like um can you help me find it <laughs> yeah he's like the, the the general has dropped his contact and she gets like such a rush that she's like a she's like an action junkie yeah. and yeah. junkie for the rest <laughs> of the film i like i like that she's like what could ha- what could we do what kind of trouble could we get in for doing this. He's like, death or life in prison? She's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, she's so into it. And it's 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 fun seeing her, like, her vigour, like, it, pepping up the rest of the crew as well, where he's just like, oh, well, she... I remember when I felt like that, <laughs> doing my first CIA missions. But they've sort of... She's got the same arc. bug that they all clearly have. 
Yeah, it's like we such see a... it with Helen Mirren as well. Like she can't yeah. stop. Yeah, it's such a good arc because then you get to the point where he's like, actually, she's gonna hurt herself. Yeah, she's got all the pep, none of the training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like she's gonna really hurt herself on this one. I think that's like most of the second film is about. Yeah, it's in Russia, and I think she sort of has to pretend to be Russian at one point, and is just reciting the like same ten words she knows over and yeah. over again. <laughs> and she really wants to be involved, and he's like, "No." So is it at that point, yeah, because he's been shot, they take him to Helen Mirren's house because she can patch him up without yeah. questions. But obviously... also, Morgan Freeman is is there too. He's actually secretly alive. Oh yeah, and yeah. we see like when that when that scene of that gun was like the safety was pulled on. The gun, like he turns around and immediately takes him out hmm. in a swivel chair. <laughs> oh, yeah! Every single bit of this, like it's, it's one of those ones. It's it's very linear. It's bink bank bonk bonk. It it's like to the end, but it it's it's so good. It's an ABC action film with that is focused on the actors and the comedy. Yeah, yeah. Like the storyline yeah, plot is not like groundbreaking. No, it's normal CIA action movie stuff but yeah, introducing just... helen mirren is uh, it's one of my favorite scenes because he's like hello and she's just flower arranging in her quite nice house yeah and then um she's like i didn't expect you here to kill me and he's like no i'm not i'm not here to kill kill you and then she realizes that he's her she can see like the there's like blood he's wearing a coat but she can see like the bits of blood on his collar and he does actually look pretty messed up as well like really pale and when you're all head and no hair. That is quite obvious. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then she like moves her hand and like she had a massive like, AK forty seven underneath some of the um leaves she was rearranging. Corby ready. Yeah. Well that's the thing about them all, isn't it? Like they might have retired, but they're still ready to go at a drop of a hat. Yeah, because people keep calling in death notices on them. Yeah. Yeah. And she has like the coolest coat as well, Helen Mirren, and the, like when they 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 start to track down the the people that are out to kill them. Yeah, I always remember that coat. I always remember stuck in my mind because <laughs> it's like a white camouflage, like a snow camouflage. It is really cool. I mean, all the costumes are great. She's she's just so stylish. Yeah, but ruthless as well. She tells she was talk. She's talking to um, Sarah, sort of get her get to know her a little bit better. She's like, oh, I, I once fell in love with a, uh, with an agent, and they're like, yeah, my, well, I worked for him. I found my loyalty was questioned, so I, uh, so they told me to kill him. She's like, oh, what did you do? And she's like, oh, I shot him three times in the chest. Yeah, oh, oh, ruthless. But then we learn in a little bit that that isn't what happened. Well, it is what happened. Yeah. She did shoot him three times in the head. Yeah, in, in the chest. But she you know, she didn't kill him. <laughs> yeah, she made sure he survived. She deliberately not killed him. And I guess mm. they set it up to be... In my mind, I was wondering if they were setting it up to be Frank, uh, the Bruce Willis that she'd shot. Mm. Um, but nah. it's actually the, the Russian dude. Yeah. Which is a bit more controversial. It's like, okay, I can understand MI5 not being thrilled at <laughs> that possibility. But then, yeah, they, they find out who um, this other guy is that's on the list. And they, they all sort of, like, dress up to go and, like, interrogate him. Yes. The girl, yeah, that's where they're having the. Ch- well, the girls are outside having a chat. And Helen Mirren's there being the sniper, like covering for them. Mm. And then Morgan Freeman is in like a quite a ridiculous, um, like di- diplomat's uniform. Yeah, yeah, it's like like a 
bright blue kind of. Yeah, with sort of there's there's more badge more badges on in than fabric. Yeah, and um, at the same time, the FBI are also here listening in because they've got an anonymous tip. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, they then go full dark side of the CIA kind of interrogation mode. But they don't need to because the guys are total wuss. Yeah, he's got like a little safe room, so he's playing a tape in the normal room, and then they go into the soundproof room. Yeah, yeah. Then thankfully, like Morgan Freeman, like takes him out. But this guy's awful. Like it, it's he's so evil. <laughs> yeah, he, he's it's evil like comic it. book style evil, bad, yeah. corrupted CIA guy. And then you find out that he, um, the the other guy, that the reason they're all being um, like people are after them is because one of the people that they got out of there was is now the vice president, and he's essentially done a fuckload of war crimes. Yeah, they. So um... he's trying to cover it up. Yeah, they were all there, and when he killed like a, a load of innocent civilians in a yeah, was it Guatemala? They said yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were part of the task force that got him out. Yeah, now they're doing the clean, basically doing cleanup, so that he's I guess so that when he goes to be president, there isn't like he's not vulnerable to blackmail. Yeah, I suppose in two thousand ten, you know, a president that hasn't done war crimes was a bit more viable. <laughs> Was it? I don't think. Yeah, it was. no, probably not. No, <laughs> yeah, no. I think you're forgetting. You're forgetting um, quite I mean, a lot pre- of pre pre presidency at least. Uh, yeah. I, I, I mean, you're yeah, really no. you're, you're you're testing my knowledge. Like I just about it's... kept up with what the presidents were doing. The vice presidents could do whatever. I I couldn't. <laughs> I struggled to name a single vice president. It's honestly. harder to commit war crimes without being president, but it's not impossible. <laughs> I guess it's just a different scale, isn't it? Like, yeah, you know, there's the weapons of well, well, you know, well, let's let's not go there. But <laughs> then, there's, then there's just going rogue as like an insane soldier that's too yeah. hyped up on meth or whatever and killing a bunch of people, and then trying to sweep it under the rug when you then become, well, then you move into politics. Yeah, yeah. So they they sort of caught like yeah beat him up and then they like um john markovich gets out his like insane looking torture devices Mm. yeah and they're very convincing in the way that they're like gonna use all of them on him yeah so he talks straight away but then the the tape starts jamming so the fbi like rush the place and well they give they give um bruce willis a chance to come out and when he does like there's a gunshot and morgan freeman gets shot (laughs) I know Morgan Freeman dies at this point, but I miss how. <laughs> was it one of the, one of them was trigger happy? One of the FBI agents, or was it Helen Mirren that took him out? I'm not too sure because it just yeah, there's a gunshot and it. Well, I think Helen Mirren's like, no, that wasn't me. We don't know who that was, and yeah, it just becomes like a bit of a firefight again. And yeah, because they're running away, that's when Sarah falls down in the snow and gets captured, and Ivan like picks up the three survivors and and rescues them, like the Russian guy. Oh yeah, because they're, they're they're trapped, and then it's like, who's going to come to the rescue? And then it's yeah, the yeah. Russian guy sort of sweeps in. Joe sacrifices his life to help Frank and Marvin escape. Sarah is captured by Cooper. Yeah, and then while while Cooper's got um, Sarah, that um, Bruce Willis starts like calling him. Yeah, this bit was they... so cool because it is it is actually really it's clever. Yeah, like really clever. Exactly because really, you're like. Um, Creepy yeah, you're as like well. Bruce like... Willis would know why he like he would know that the phone call's being tracked. So, yeah. um, so he's talking long enough, and they're they're sort of it's like a cat and mouse game where he's like, 
they're like trying to keep like telling the CIA agent like keep him talking, keep him talking. We're nearly there, and he's at CIA agent's house. Yeah, because while he's talking, he's like, you know, it, you find these people and you make connections with them and you love them and you don't want anything to happen to them. And it's clearly then just like, oh shit, no, that's a threat. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely yeah brutal. Because at this point, like, you're not you're you're rooting. Obviously, you're rooting for the for the. Uh, Bruce Willis all the hmm. time, but like just watching this guy, this this CIA agent fall at like every hurdle. Um, yeah, trying to catch them, and like it's such a brilliant like. It's not he's not trying to rescue the damsel in distress. He's like one up the the bluff essentially because we know, hopefully, Frank Moses would never as a character would never go and kill a CIA agent's kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, what, what's better is yeah, he he then leaves all the documents that he found about what happened at Guatemala for Carl Open to see, so he can be like, look, this is what's really happened. This is what you're currently covering up. Yeah. Um, so now they're like, well, we're gonna go and kill the vice president. <laughs> yeah, the group they they go to this like fundraiser to kidnap mm. him. It's yeah, it's really cool because they get to do the full sort of glamorous spy side of it. And Helen Mirren's just in, like, this beautiful long white dress and, like, you know, then five minutes later she's shooting a massive, like, machine gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's the, so The cool, action like... sequence while they're trying to trying to get to him is, like, really good. But the whole time it's like, Bruce Willis isn't here, I wonder where he is. And then when the limo finally picks up the guy, you're like, I wonder if Bruce Willis is driving. Hmm. <laughs> yes, he is. That, that was the only bit where I'm like, yeah, this is obvious as to what's going to happen, but it was still really fun. Yeah, because I think they know that by this point, you this isn't this isn't the bit where it all goes wrong. Like they've made it clear that yeah. like this is this is part of the story, and no one like everyone's got quite good plot armor. Yeah, point. I mean, like, even it, Helen Mirren gets shot, but she's rescued by the Russian guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, that, yeah, because that's when he swoops. Does he swoop into Sarah twice? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, yeah, because when we find out, yeah, obviously he's got the three three scars above his heart hmm. and he's like that's when i knew i she loved me <laughs> yeah i knew she loved me because she didn't go for the head <laughs> so they all go uh, yeah they arranged for a swapsies cooper hmm. um oh that's a, yeah so, so frank calls cooper and arranges to trade the um vice president for his girlfriend Sarah. yeah and it's clear that like both sides in- intend to like rip the other one off yeah, and then while they're there, the um, the guy who they sort of infiltrated is the house of earlier is there, and it turns out he was actually behind it. So yeah, like the Carl vice Urban's president like, well, was like in on it, but it wasn't actually the the ringleader. Yeah, he he wasn't calling the shots or anything. And so yeah, the the other guy then shoots the vice president, and Carl Urban is like, "Well, I'm a good guy now," and he handcuffs Bruce Willis but gives him the key. Yeah. It it ends to be fair. Like this uh, scene ends pretty quickly because he's just like "fuck you, Cynthia," shoots her, and then Fre- uh, Bruce Willis like just throat punches the other guy and kills. Yeah, we him. hadn't really talked about his his boss much, but like his yeah his his boss is obviously trying to get him to do his job of killing off these uh, retired agents. Yeah, yeah, her like determination to not uh, to just follow orders is what obviously lets lets her down. Yeah, exactly. I I do like how it um like sort of plays with the trope at the next bit where like 
everything's fine and they're talking and they're okay. And then there's just a gunshot and it's like, oh shit, who's been shot? And then it turns out John Milkovich has just shot the guy in the head, even though he was dead. He's like, yep, there we go. Because <laughs> normally when that happens, it's like, oh no, the hero's been shot. Yeah, you're expecting like them to look down on an ever-growing patch of blood. Yeah, but no, he... Uh... <laughs> John Makovich just wanted to make sure he was dead. <laughs> yeah, so she's she's oh sorry, no, she's not just following orders, I got that wrong. She's in on it as well. Yeah, yeah. Like by basically she's getting promotions by doing what this guy wants. Yeah, exactly. Using using the CIA as like his hit for his own like hit force, the special force to like take out people, rather than it being like I don't know what it what it is supposed to be, but like more ethical. That? Yeah, I imagine taking out actual bad guys, not just yeah. ways to get into power. Yeah, not just covering up some dark secrets that shouldn't actually be covered up. Yeah, but yeah, so yeah. he gets to be a good guy. He gets and like he yeah, so that, that was really nice as well because he's like yeah, by the end you're quite I was quite fond of him because you're yeah. like oh I kind of want him to kill the guys because he's trying so hard. <laughs> yeah, he's it is nice that yeah he's got the character arc of uh, he's like. He's the villain, but actually there's a bigger villain behind it all, and so he ends up turning good when he realises that he's not doing the right thing, and it's like, yeah, no, that is that is a good character. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, so, like, I think this wasn't as, like, spectacular as I'd imagined it, as I'd remembered it, but I still had a really good time. Like, this is a movie you really do not have to pay attention to. Like, the plot, it, it's like... It's a very similar plot to that god awful film we watched the other day. <laughs> um, well, I've the name I've forgotten already. How, how have I forgotten the name? It's not that long. Because the film doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, what's it called with Chris Evans? The Losers. The Losers. Yeah, that's the I one. I couldn't tell if you were making a joke then. Oh no, that wasn't a bit. That was just my memories of Steve. Oh. But yeah, the Losers was like the plot <laughs> didn't matter, but then there wasn't enough. But they did kind of booster it with good comedy, yeah, really yeah. good action scenes. Whereas this one, like the plot is secondary, but it's still a coherent plot. They spell it out for you in case, like, which is useful. You're not really paying attention to that. You're paying attention to the action sequences and the silly comedy side yeah, of it, exactly. like just the, how the fun of these old actors just going through a batshit <laughs> like yeah. action. Still got movie. it, kind of. Yeah, it's. It, it, yeah, it never gets old watching them like these like old people. Like, I just felt like crazy John Malkovich like taking out young CIA agents and that kind of thing. It's just yeah. <laughs> um, I was yeah. I'm I'm glad we watched it because it it really also highlighted what the losers failed to do. Yeah, like it's not engaged. That film was not engaging. The, yeah, these films literally came out the same year as well. Yeah, so, um... and the losers had like. I mean, it had Chris Evans. Obviously, it wasn't, like, old people, so it didn't have that spin on it, but, like... No, like, it had, like, you know, three... Big, well, yeah, four big, pretty big good name names that yeah. should make a film good, but can't um, rely on that all the time. <laughs> I feel like that one fell into the... into the. They didn't want their characters to be funny or goofy. They wanted them to be witty and cool. Whereas mm. in this one, everyone's kind of goofy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, John, John Markovich, the most... But all of them are playing absolute caricatures. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it works really, really well. 
yeah, it's like, I don't know, it's just like a nice warm hug of a film. Like, there's nothing, you know nothing really that bad is going to happen. It, obviously, it, it it's a shame that Morgan Freeman dies, but they've made it very clear that he's got stage four liver cancer. Yeah. Um, and that he was dying anyway, so it's like he's really not got a lot to lose. And you can tell he'd much rather die foiling a corruption um, scandal more than, fun. Yeah, than of cancer. Exactly. Yeah. A lot more meaningful, yeah. And the bit where they're talking to Helen Mirren and um, Bruce Willis is is like, oh, how are you? How 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 do you do it? How do you have this like normal life? Because obviously, one thing that Bruce had really struggled with was retirement, was the loneliness and the not the not having anything to do. Mm. And yeah. we find like Helen Mirren looks like she's kind of co- like readjusted quite well, but then she's like, I do take this occasional job on the side. It's like I just can't stop. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all I know how to do. And um. It's nice seeing him sort of be less lonely. Yeah. Yeah, everyone else is going through the same sort of thing he is and Yeah, it's it's nice. And even yeah. like the even like the records guy is really old and like to the point mm. where he's got armor in the like they can't do anything to me. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> he's like too long. Oh, the <laughs> the agents these days they're nothing like in the in the good old days like this guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they don't make him like they used to. Yeah. Out of ten. Ah, oh, um, I think it's a solid nine for me. A nine, nine, um, pigs stuffed with guns. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, it's it's enjoyable. Like I, it made me want to immediately watch Red Two, which I reckon wasn't as good in, from what I can remember, but isn't bad either. It is kind of more of the same. Yeah. yeah I don't think I've seen the second one actually. Helen Mirren in Red Two is. Because she's in it from the start, she has one of the best action sequences in it in Red Two. So I think we should do it because yeah, I want to. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to watch the film again, regardless. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm like, can't watch a movie and not do podcast. Can't watch a movie for free. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't get out of bed for less than a podcast. <laughs> less than a podcast recording. That's sad. <laughs> yeah. I talk to someone about that. Probably. I have other things in my life. Yeah. I think I'll give this film, like, I think an eight? I don't know. I enjoyed it. I like, like I said, I missed it when it came out and I saw it later. It's a good film. It's just a good film. <laughs> what it boils down to. Yeah, just, I'm, I mean, I, I've, I've been having, like, the IMDb page with all the different scenes coming up and it just reminded me, yeah, the the comedy is, it's back and forth. It's none of these, like, quips and it is such... It's so refreshing. Yeah. After mm, yeah. yeah, after everything else, and yeah, genuinely funny lines as well. Like the quote, like this is a very quotable film. Yeah. In a good way, not in an in annoying a good way. way. Yeah. And like yeah, the I... yeah, like it's there were a lot of traps it could have fallen into, a lot of pitfalls it could have fallen into, and it manages to skirt around them all. I think pretty well. Like it's not misogynistic. It... Yeah. Um, or it dives headfirst into them. Like the traps yeah, it well, does it's like the... oh, John Markovich is like he's. Are you sure we should? She, she, the um, Sarah's like, are you sure we should be around him? Like he's, you know, he seems pretty dangerous and eccentric. And he's like, well, he did believe that the uh, CIA were like were infiltrating his mind in the eighties, and then it's like, but they were actually lace like, giving out. him doses <laughs> of LSD on a daily basis. And she's like, well, in that huh? case, he looks great. He's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <amazing>. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I really enjoyed this as well. I think I'd agree. I'd give this an eight eight out of ten. Always. <laughs> um, 
Oh wait. Yeah. But, yeah. It is. It is yeah. weird seeing him so so young and not because he's, <laughs> yeah. he's he's now firmly typecast for me as the boys character. I think because he because he loves it so much in that in the boys. Yeah, I think it's just him not having a beard, which is the mm. like apart from obviously Judge Dredd, where you never see his face because he's got a massive helmet on. I don't know any other film where he doesn't have the beard. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I I couldn't. Um, no. And like in Judge, yeah, it's easy when they're not. It's the same as like really good voice actors, because essentially, mm. if you're wearing a helmet the entire time, you are basically a voice actor. Yeah. Um, yeah. voice actor in a 3D film um, it, with live action mocap. Live action. Yeah. <laughs> but I, yeah, I do not. Asso- I've seen Dread, and I've, I, I do not associate him as a character with it at all. Yeah. No. <laughs> But yeah, he looks so. Cute. I didn't recognize him. It took me a while. Yeah. And like, I saw this first, but I didn't. I didn't recognize him when I watched um, the boys. I wasn't like. I was like, his face looks familiar. And even with Star Trek, like, I'd totally forgotten. Oh yeah, yeah he's beardless in Star Trek as well. Yeah, he, he is beardless bones in Star Trek. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he looks so different in the boys. But yeah, sort of weathered and gruffy. Yeah. But it's yeah, it's it's good stuff. Good stuff. Well, it's nice to watch a good film. Yeah. Yeah, it was a, <laughs> a nice, enjoyable one. So, yeah, we should end it on a high note. So with that, I've been Dan. <laughs> I've been Michael. And I've been Helena. Uh, you can find this podcast on social media at Hilton Pod. That's at H-I-L-T-M pod. Uh, we're on Discord if you want to come and come and chat to us. Let us know what you liked about this film, what you didn't like. Um, have you seen it? <laughs> the <laughs> usual. <laughs> which, which um, like elderly actors would you want to see in uh, yeah. movies like this now? I'm going to go or for like... Maggie Smith. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Or like just non-action star actors doing yeah. action roles. Because I'd, I'd love a Zoe Deschanel as a CIA <laughs> agent. I think that'd be great. Oh man, that would be so bizarre. Yeah. Just and like she's weird. just really tough, sort of um, Mr. and Mrs. Smith style. Yeah. Yeah, but she's still got the same like <laughs> facade. Like she quit. I just, I... <laughs> she quits CIA. CIA. Now she teaches uh, children's music lessons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she kills people with instruments. Also, yeah. can Emma Thompson be in it? Because I, I think she'd be amazing in an action film. <laughs> yeah. I'm up for Maggie Smith, Zoe Deschanel, and Emma Thompson <laughs> in an action uh, film. That's our new Charlie's Angels. The bizarre <laughs> action film you've ever seen. <laughs> Yeah, and I think I know what they're doing. Yeah, because yeah. she been on. Yeah, she been on anything in anything particularly actiony. What Emma Thompson? Yeah, I think she has. I have memories of her being in action films. I have memories of her holding a gun. Actually, I don't know if it's like in a film. <laughs> that's just that's just your memory of love. That's actually, Emma Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's uh, great. Oh, she she's Agent Owen Men in Black International. Yeah, uh, yeah, she's she, uh, she's like the sort of one in charge in that. I'd love to see her but as yeah, like uh, alone in, in Berlin, a red type that? film. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know if she's been like the main focus of a of a proper spy action comic book. No, I mean no. she's Mrs. Trunchbull in the Matilda the Musical, so maybe she's got a gun in that. <laughs> maybe Emma Thompson. <laughs> she has she has hold a gun energy. Oh yeah. yeah. Like, oh, maybe can, it's she... from maybe it's from a Johnny English movie because she's in that as the prime minister. <laughs> maybe that's what we're gonna make that film, that action film for for Patreon. 
that sounds like a damn good thing to spend our money on. I'm thinking they were maybe agents, like a group of of female agents in like the 70s and 80s where it was a bit shit. (laughs) And they had to do like honey trap missions. And then after that they quit because they just hated it. And they have to be come back and, and they have another mission, but it's with more dignity. Yes, why seduce him when you can just shoot him? Yeah. Oh, I can imagine Maggie Smith saying that line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it should go hard as well. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like that that's that's the beauty of like yeah, all like the, the comic book films. When they when they go whole hog and it is funny. Because like, yeah, most comics are entertaining. They're supposed to be funny. Yeah. yeah. And like they're also Really dumb. Yeah, really <laughs> like, d- like, lean into it, you know? That's that's yeah. the most important thing with comic book stuff, is lean into how fucking stupid it all is. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, excellent. I would I would pay to see that movie, but I'd rather people pay us to write it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just... Maggie Smith and Emma Thompson were agents back then. There was a third agent that worked with them. Sadly, they died, so did I just know it's their daughter? Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. There you go. And their daughter is Emma Stone? Sure. (laughs) I don't know, I just like Emma. Yeah. Yeah, Emma Stone can be the villain. (gasps) Oh, yeah, she'd she'd be a great villain. A great villain. And you could have the character. Is she evil in anything yet? I don't think so. I mean, even in Cruella, she's sort of the good guy. (laughs) She's, yeah, there's a point of Cruella, she is the good guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, in in Zombieland, I guess she's kind of bad. True. Yeah, it's not like a badass in Zombieland. Yeah. What about what if Emma Stone? Oh, the is... favorite. She's she is the baddie in the favorite. What if Emma Stone is Zoe Deschanel's normal non-agent friend who kind of gets swept up in it? Because hmm. <laughs> the because you'd think it would be the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> nah, Zoe it, Deschanel's it... the. <laughs> she's like the the math teacher at the school or something. They're 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 uh, two that. Everyone says they're roommates, but the uh, the the older two are just like, now we know, we know, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Zoe Deschanel's not a special, a secret agent, but her mum trained her properly because she knew one day it might be important. And then whoever her dad is is also hmm. a big actor that gets a big reveal. Uh, Bill Nye, why not? Oh fuck, <laughs> he loves yeah. that shit. Fuck <laughs> yes. We're gonna do Alex Ryder properly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it sort of sounds like it's becoming the rookie, but... Yeah, yeah. maybe we should stop talking about it, otherwise someone's going to steal our idea. Yeah, this is our idea. <laughs> we can definitely get this made. Oh yeah, 100%. we have the connections now. We know all yeah, those people. It, if you want to go and sign up to our Patreon, this might happen. 